Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Thursday to you. July 8th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. Muggy, hot, sticky, and it's only going to get worse as the day goes on. So get out and enjoy it the little that you can. Uh, a much less active Wednesday sports day, which I don't think is a bad thing. We needed a little bit of a break, although it kind of ended a little bit with a bang as the night went on. L rumored to maybe get Marcus Carr, which would be massive for Mojito Mac and L fans. Did you see that last night? Uh, I did not see that. Is your mic on? Is that on? There, there we go. There we go. So That's it was, better. So it was not on. Damn it, Justin. What the hell? Get we, in the studio. We, we even did a test. Yeah, we actually did do a <laughs> test. You did a I test and you turned it back off? It was No, I never turned it off. You know how they are. They're finicky. They go back oh, and forth. Oh, one of those issues. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I always assumed it was going to be Texas or Louisville. So we have a report that it's that Louisville's in the hunt. Well, the weird. this is like... Weird Twitter last night, and if you fell asleep early, you missed out on a bunch of big news. Johnny Jazang returning back to UCLA, which, weird decision, but that's, hey. Apparently he did poorly at the combine. Well, I've got takes, and we'll we'll, we'll get to them. Here's the weirdest part about the Marcus Carr news. It was Mick Cronin's brother, Dan Cronin, who is a horse racing guy. Okay. Fatbaldguyracing.com. Oh, I know Fatbald Guy. Yeah, he sucks. Not good at his rate. Don't don't follow those picks. Whoa. Yeah, don't, don't. So he's, Mick- he's a, he, I know Fatbald Guy. He's a, he's an easy, low-hanging fruit. He picks favorites. Picking for, Oh, anybody can pick favorites. They win like 40% of the time or something. Come on. Whoa, hold on. Okay, hold on here. I'm going through his Twitter lineup. Okay. I think he just broke some more news. I'm going to tweet this out. Okay. So, fat, bald guy, he realizes his horse racing picks are bad or just boring. Like, oh, I'm picking the first or second favorite in every race. Now I need to do something different. I'm going to start breaking college basketball news that my brother tells me. That's essentially what you're describing. I like it. This is a juicy Twitter night. Okay. I had to tw- So, okay. So... He was the one. All he said was Marcus Carr to Louisville's huge news for them. Didn't like everybody was like, "Wait, what? Where are you seeing this? Where are you hearing this? What'd you, what you? What? Where? Where is this coming from?" And then now I just went to his timeline to pull up that tweet because I didn't want to get it wrong. And then I realized in response to Johnny Jazang coming back, he said, "I can't wait for number one versus number two in Vegas, baby. Get those rooms." So you're referring to the CBS Sports Classic, UK versus UCLA, and is that game going to be in Vegas, and should we get our room babies? You tell me. Uh, you well, tell it's me. not going to be North Carolina or Ohio State, number well, one. Well, no, sure as poop ain't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say something um, else there. And, wait, is UCLA, UCLA isn't going to be ranked that high at the start of the season, are they? 
Oh, it'll be Bill Dev. Is what's his name Bill, back? Bill uh, they brought you, back pretty much everybody. Yeah, who's the other guy? That it was really Wilson. Y- Yufas. Yeah. Oh yeah, who what was that? Gosh, what, you, Justin, help help us, help Co- us, save us. It wasn't Cody Riley? Cody Riley's back. I don't know who you're talking about. The though. dude who did all the up and unders, real crafty, big, really big fundamental guy. I think I think his name was. Goodness gracious, Texas, help us five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Well, somebody could easily just go to their roster from last season I'm, I'm and pull up. it up. I was just more. I look up, when I look up UCLA basketball, it's their women's basketball team that comes up first. Uh, yeah. G- uh, Hawkes. Yeah, I'm not sure about him. He was last year. I don't know if he's back or not. Well, this could be big news here with this, with the uh, schedule leak. But I, are they playing Gonzaga maybe in Vegas or – that you know, that's what I'm worried about. See, I think they might have Gonzaga tentatively scheduled. Oh yeah, okay. Is that is yeah? That... It is okay. Yeah, let me get that. Let me get that deleted real quick. That didn't happen. <laughs> Don't you love that when you're like, hey, happen. no, I, I well, it crossed t- my mind that it's like been quick enough, I could, can always take it back. Yeah, Final Four rematch, Gonzaga, UCLA, closing in on November meeting. I'll I'll just say this: Don't buy the UCLA stonks. Oh, like no, if no. you can that get, was, I don't know if they do college basketball over unders. They got to just don't buy into their stocks. Like they were barely lucky to make the tournament, and yes, they were good in the tournament. And Johnny Jazang is really good, and I'm glad he's back. Like I, I think it's, I think it's a little strange, but yeah, if he didn't do well in the combine, it's cool. It's good for college basketball. It's, uh, it, it's great. So I'm fine with that, but. Uh, I don't know if college basketball has ever been healthier, Roush. I'm not sure if it's ever been healthier. Well, let's not forget, they were also down to Michigan State in the play-in game at halftime before Tom Izzo and another player like got into it. And then, and then you know, you got to give them credit, though. They beat good teams along the way. They beat a tough BYU team. They got lucky to draw Abilene Christian, but that is what it is. That's the tournament. They beat a good Alabama team, beat a really good Michigan team in an ugly game, and then they lost a heartbreaker to Gonzaga. So they did turn it on late, right? but they did also lose four straight to end the regular season slash conference play. They got hot. They got hot. They got hot at the right time. That's buying buying Kevin Ali stonks right now. I mean, UConn got hot. It happens. Yeah. The UCLA tournament's a weird event. And then that was going to be my my final point on don't buy the UCLA stonks is it's still Mick Cronin, boys and girls. It is still Mick Cronin, the head coach out there. But I don't think college basketball has ever been healthier. You have people, everybody's coming back. Justin? Justin? Oh, come on. You, You can just. I love, like, again, you know. You can, you can talk, Justin. Jeez, oh, Pete. My, my- oh, my goodness. He's he's giving up. He's throwing in the towel. I would, I would like to agree with you, Terry. I really want to see the next, how the next year plays out. Because you're right. There's a lot of guys coming back, and that should be good for the sport. The transfer portal. I think has benefited. Like guys are seeing, if, okay, I can just go somewhere else, and this can help my NBA draft stock better than just w- trying it out now. So I saw where um, I, I, the the one person I felt bad for was a kid from Georgia Tech, uh, Velasquez, uh, the the guard, I, Alvarado. Alvarado, yeah. What he do? 
He's going. He's weighing professional options. And when I saw, the, or he, he's just staying pro. And I was like, Well, I'd stay pro good, too. Good, good for Jose Alvarado. I was like, I would stay pro too if my coach was like, If you transfer yeah, anywhere, what went down, you're not coming back. That that is great. And again, I told that story here on Kentucky Roll Call. But when Kentucky was kind of figuring out if they'd be interested in Jose Alvarado and if he'd be interested in them. They were like, they, there was a mutual, like, this is, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm listening. What do y'all have to say? And then Georgia Tech caught wind of it and was like, if you go to Kentucky, I swear, we've done so much for you. He's got a kid. We've done so much for you and your kid. And you, you just don't even throw away every Georgia Tech thing you have. Don't bother coming back to Atlanta. If you leave us, your legacy here, which is a good one because, you know, he, had a, he finished really strong. Georgia Tech, shockingly, kind of decent uh, last season. Then they basically threaten him. So good for him. Don't go back. Any, any place that does that. Just losers. So good for Jose Alvarado. Yeah, Happy to hear yeah, that. Well, yeah. you got all you got all these guys pulling out of the NBA draft. Why not stay in? You're, you might get drafted now with Coburn and Jazang, and you got Marcus Carr pulling out. That's three guys that would have been drafted ahead of him. And then the uh, Max a- 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 Abmus Ab- Abumus oh. guy from Oral Roberts, the best shooter in like college and basketball. He'll probably end up transfer portaling. No, he's going back to Oral Roberts. Really? Yeah, said I'm not going pro. I ain't transferring. Going back to Oral Roberts, oh, well. which is awesome. Like that's cool. Good for him. Now, if it was my kid or my brother, like, hey, I'd go be like, to North no, Carolina. you're going to a big school. <laughs> and the only reason I say that, the only reason I say it, is because like he's just going to get double teamed. He's going to get double teamed. It's not going to be like college real basketball. basketball. Yeah, yeah, well, not it yeah. won't be. Because the teams he's going to be going against are going to say, we'll let the other guys beat us. We have no letting, chance. We're not letting him drop 50 on us. Well, and he'll still end up having 25 and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. You got to uh, go get some help because you're trying to audition for the next level. Well, and, and it's good can't to have because uh, you're getting double teamed. Or even if you beat the double team, you know, that's fine. But I think teams would much prefer to see if you can score on a 6 6 dude rather than two. Five correct eleven guys agreed. That's the only reason. But I think it's cool for college basketball and in, in this age of like mid majors freaking out and stuff. You all can get people back. Yeah. Like you just got to have good relationships, and he should be able to profit very largely. Uh, where is Oral Roberts Tulsa? Uh, Did we figure it's that one out? of those directional schools in Tulsa or not Tulsa in Texas? I, I wasn't sure if it was that or Waco. Yeah, Tulsa. It was Tulsa. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tulsa's Oklahoma. I think too, it didn't so. Oral Roberts. Didn't, didn't we like learn Oral Roberts? Super religious. And yeah. Like really kind of like weird. Walk, yeah. They had the weird campus. Televangelist. Yeah. The campus is nice. Very nice. But uh, a lot of 70s money that got pumped into that bad boy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, good, good for them. It was a big night for college basketball. Somewhat quiet for Kentucky, but the Kofi Coburn train continues uh, there's updates on Jalen Duran as well supposedly Memphis folks feel super confident Man. about where things stand there but doesn't mean that Kentucky's out of it I, I got this sneaky suspicion Roush that like Kentucky's gonna get somebody Marcus Bagley is transferring Kentucky has reached out to him that could be another potential front court that was option a good long time ago I forgot about that Actually yeah. happening, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Bagley ends up at UK, but I, I just have a feeling if I was a bet man, I'd feel pretty good about putting all my chips on UK is going to add one more player, and it will be a big. You can't really do a guard. You can't do a wing, mm-hmm. but you can do a big. I would put it on uh, Mr. Mister Coburn. That's your, that's your, oh, oh, Roush has a little twinkle in his eye, folks. 
Oh, now he's got a smirk, and he's licking his lips. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I just, I mean. I feel like you know something's coming down the pipe. No, no, I just don't. Down the old puzzly pipe. I've gotten to the point now where I don't, uh, the, when the winds shift on these recruitments and stuff, I just, like, I've got a good feeling, I got a good feeling. I'm sticking to it. Not me, on the other me. hand, I don't think I have – I've I've missed uh, a lot lately. So uh, – but I've got no inside info on Kofi. I don't either, but, like, no, it just no, – no clue. It but makes I, too I do, much sense. I, I've got a good feeling Kentucky's adding somebody else, though. Um, just seems like they're in too good of a spot with uh, maybe a couple different guys. Which, and now they've basically committed to we want to add one more player. It makes sense. We've talked about it, adding one more player. They're going to go get it done. And – this was out while this happened while you were gone, but uh, somebody tweeted at me during the uh, all of this stuff happening. I think on Thursday of last week, where it's like, "Oh, Mince is back. Kofi could be coming in too with Jalen Duran, you know, and all this." And it was like, "Hey, remember whenever uh, you all asked Chin Coleman, Orlando Antigua if they're done recruiting?" Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they both kind of gave the answer of like. Yeah, you know, we can't we're not gonna say for we're 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 not gonna flat out say yes, but uh yes. They kinda laughed at us too. Yes. They kinda like <laughs> done recruiting. <laughs> and far from it. Oh man. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um But all all in all though, I uh I I'm honestly still shocked that fatball guy is Mick Cronin's brother. Like that's that's just a weird revelation for me this morning. You got you a little shook. Got me just a little a, shook. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, all, we all yeah. get some news. Just like, morning. oh, hey, everything makes sense. And now. he's just dropping Marcus Carr bombs that, like, hey, Marcus Carr is going to go to Louisville, which would be so huge for Louisville. Yeah, they need it. And honestly, they I need, kind they, of they desperately need. And, it. and what's annoying too is like you still can't get any of the butt slappers to say that they need a great player. Oh need no, no, is, yeah. need is oh. a strong word. Okay, Wait, nobody it's a actually strong, said that, right? Oh, Mangus did. Mangus said need is a strong word. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a reply to an Andy Sweeney t- tweet I saw yesterday. I was like, oh, man, I'm not getting going down this road right now. Because oh, it's just gosh. ridiculous. How do you not because take the bait it's with one, some of these? It's one thing when uh, it's the guy from Auburn who's just like a very – I mean, he was good when they were bad. But, like, it's one thing to say you need him. I love that you never can remember Justin Powell. I can't remember. That. <laughs> I just, I just love such it. a simple. He's name. such like a generic looking white dude, which that's coming from a generic looking white dude. Yeah. Um, it, but Justin Powell much better looking than I. But uh, I love that you never remember his name, and that's great. Please never don't let <laughs> that don't let that settle in your brain. This, is a, good fun, this Tennessee- is a good fun bit. Now that he's at Tennessee too, I'm just gonna be like, God, that guy, this stupid Oldham County guy. Ugh. Yeah. But man, Kentucky never needed Justin Powell. They needed good guards. They could shoot. He could be one of them. Uh, I think they if, just need a guard. They just are going to need somebody that can take over games. They got lucky that Carly. I shouldn't say lucky, but that if they didn't have, imagine U of L last year without Carly Jones. Oh God, like, it, it, so it would have been really. And he bad. can be this guy for them. And and the difference too, Terry, is that. When uh, the guy from Auburn, generic looking white guy that I can't remember his name, entered the portal, it was what a week after the season, and he had missed half of it with a head injury, a brain yes. injury. Yes. Like you know, it was a little like okay, maybe some others will come up. And sure as hell, uh, th- 
so many names have come up that I can't. I, I've just been shouting out. What was that guy's name from that one school all day today? There was a lot of options. Louisville's running out of options. They're, this is their their kind of last shot, and they haven't been in on a lot of these guys. Kentucky, they've been in contact with uh, everybody and their brother whenever they enter the transfer portal. You haven't seen that as much with Louisville. So this this could be their ticket to a. Uh, you know, a postseason, a postseason run. And hey, if you, if you, I kind of like having Louisville fans actually think that they might be good at basketball. Well, get, get, get pumped. Marcus this, Carr is the only rivalry, thing that can pump some life into that program over there. It, it, this is not shocking to anybody at all. This rivalry is at its best when both teams have good players. <laughs> like it's, Wait. you remember the 2010 to honestly the 20, really 16 stretch. Like Louisville had good players and Kentucky had good players. Yep. They just, both, 17, teams, both teams were good. I think was the Rick Pitino flip in the bird game. Actually, 17 as well. I should I should extend I'm it to 17. trying to think of who they had on that team specifically. 17? That was Donovan Mitchell. Montrez too, probably? No, no, no. Long gone. <laughs> Montrez was on their title team. That was he was? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, man. Yeah. My uh, brain and these players today. Jeez, 17, I, I, you know, I, that was uh, like Mahmood was on the team. That would have been around the Shanani Anawani time, but I think he was gone. Shanani Anawaku. Uh, I call him Shanani Anawani when I shoot underhanded free throws. It's just fun to say. Go yeah. ahead and give it a shot. I walked behind, I walked beside Honest Mahmood um, under the stadium. Did like, you where they come like out of the they, 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 they had Quinn Snyder on that team as well, if I remember. They got, they got upset by uh, Michigan as a two seed in Indianapolis mm-hmm. that year. Michigan was a seven or a ten or whatever they were, but Did, uh, no, that was good. I, they were good in seventeen. I bet Honest was a lot taller. Drawing than me. the line on eighteen, U of L stunk. But I UK, not that great in eighteen either, for being honest. I was half the size of him, Nick. <laughs> Swear on my life. Well, he was the he was true. the he's not he was the six. he was the tallest guy I've ever seen in person. <laughs> and if he was eight foot six, that means Justin be four three. <laughs> Sometimes, some days it feels like that. <laughs> oh, jeez, dollar in the yeah, come on, in the jar, jeez, Feliz. At least Mike is working. Man, it, Rick Patino's line about the playing four white guys in Egyptian, one of his funniest yeah, lines. I, 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 mean, I miss Patino having to talk with the media, gosh. although it's generally butt slapping media, and that brings us back to our uh, that, I mean, our, our initial point. Fight. If you don't think U of L desperately needs Marcus Carr, you've got your head so far up the sand, you're never going to see your butt again. Ever. You the sand, and then you put the butt. And then, okay, all right, guys. I was trying to illustrate that. You wouldn't really be able to see much of anything if your head was that far in the sand. No, especially sand. if your butt, because if your butt was in the sand mm. too, that would that'd be painful. No, nah, I wouldn't. But really, it'd be I think, buried in sand. At that you know point. how you like what makes it evident that all of Louisville media is butt slapper media. They do. I their, wouldn't say all of it, but but the for majority. the most part, yeah, I agree. It's really hard to project any sort of distance or with one another when you just sit at the same table for a press conference. It's a little too informal for me, and that's how all of their coach press conferences are now. Well, it's like a it's a it's a marketing it's a media technique. Like we're gonna get, we're gonna we're relax all at the them. same table. Like, yeah. We're buddies here. But yeah. we're all equal. They try to buddy it's buddy. Not, buddy it's up. not a media scrum. You're not fighting for spots where you got to get your hard hitting question in. Listen, we're all at the table. 
Like, come on, we're family, right? Aren't we family? Hey, that's seriously, Tom Jurich, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, I don't know that for sure, that this was like his inkling of doing, but Tom Jurich would invite media over to his house. He'd invite them to the hot tub. He, they would they would party, they'd drink. He just wanted media control, and the media he couldn't control, he'd go pin up against the wall at the iHeartRadio studios. Like, that's, that is that is kind of, you're. this is still just kind of the fallout from Tom Jurich's L athletic program. And, Here's the reality, U of L fans, is the Westfellow from Marshall and Ellis are not good enough to lead U of L to a great season. They're just not. Nope. West was a stretch to begin with to bring him in. And Ellis, as a JUCO player, exciting, really good JUCO player, but that's a little different than going against the ACC every night. I mean, it's yeah. it's totally different. I watched the Last Chance U for basketball. Man. There were horrible players in that JUCO I'm tr- league. I'm trying to think of just – the last really good JUCO basketball player? Well, the one, Jay Scrub, right? They were going to get Jay Scrub. But he never but went to college. He never went you to know, college. So I don't know. I, I, that, I'm, I, I can't. Ju- Justin, this might be. Did, has Indiana ever had a good JUCO basketball player? Hey, Michael Mulder. Oh, bada boom, bada it, it's been a long time. I was going to say. I can't think of any, but I, I know we've gotten a couple back Early two thousands, but yeah, yeah, like it's not the, common. The JUCO recruiting, I think, was that we we saw that quite a bit back then. Kentucky got Antoine Barber. That was my, he was the top rated JUCO guy at the time. But like JUCO guys, just don't. All right, another one that we, uh, I've got the ten best JUCO stories of all, or like success stories. Some of all time. like Bleacher Report list. Yeah, Josh Harrelson makes the list. He was a JUCO. Oh yeah, St. Louis, Missouri, I think. Huh. Yeah. I remember his first game at UK exhibition game just was splashing threes. Dude was the man. Glad he stuck around. Yes. Uh, James Ennis, another one as well. Uh, that's a familiar was name. Syracuse? You know, he went to Long Beach State, another Ennis. But oh. um, Clay Anthony Early, I didn't know he was a Juco. He was no, good. No, yeah, he was. I, that was one of those where I think he would have been good if the if anybody but the Knicks drafted him. Probably. Oh, yeah, and I, I I loved his college game, too. Jay Crowder, I didn't know he was a Juco. Yeah, tearing it up. And then Jimmy, and Jimmy Butler as well. Jay Butt. Oh, yeah, old Jay Butt. Um, uh, Dar- Dawson Garcia's transferring for Marquette, looking at UNC. That would be a big get for UNC if they could get him. UNC, I don't think, is going to be great. They need all the help that they – well, they'll be all right, but I, they're going to need all the help that they can get, so that that's something to keep an eye on. Although, I don't think Kentucky's going to play UCLA or UNC, but that remains up in the air. Yeah, so uh, L with Marcus Carr, their starting five is good. It's a top 15, top 20 starting five, in my opinion. It's their bench that I just, I I won't believe it till I see it. And I don't think you have to have a great bench to be able to win big in college basketball. But your starters have to be elite. I think UofL starters are good. It helped them if they had a bench. We'll have to wait and see on that. But if they started a – and I'm going to forget somebody again, and UofL fans are just going to lose their minds and tell me how I don't know any anything and all that. But if they had Carr, Locke transfer from Florida, Samuel Williamson, would it be Jalen Johnson, Withers, Malik Williams? Two of those three are starting. Yeah. And I forget, one of those two – was it Jalen Johnson? Dre Davis? Drake, no, he'll come off the bench. Yeah. Um, and that's an all right bench player, to be honest. One of those guys started every game last year, and I didn't have them in my like hypothetical starting lineup. And, but and then the they were like, got... you don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, you don't know. Uh, that's a good starting five. If, yeah. And then if you know, okay, so there's two players off the bench that I'm not, that I don't think are horrible. 
So I think Marcus Carr really changes the dynamic for U of L from a team that may struggle to make the tournament, or if they do get in the tournament, you know, you're talking about that seven to eleven range, which we've seen runs, but for the most part, you don't feel uh, great about them. To if they have Marcus Carr, I think they're going to be squarely in like the four or five seed category. The squarely three, four, the best three four five seed category, and if they do that, then. Uh, that's good. That's a good season. I mean, yeah. you're finishing top three in the ACC, top four in the ACC, somewhere along that. Uh, and not Jalen Johnson. He played for U of L back on that old 17 team. Who am I thinking? Jalen Withers. Withers. And then they have JJ Trainer. Yeah. Although I think some folks are thought JJ would have made a bigger jump so far this summer. Um, well, but I think he's put on some weight. So good. Good. He needed that. He definitely did. But yeah, I um I I would not necessarily like I. I don't think this would be a case of if Carr goes to Louisville, we're going to say, man, we should have been sitting around waiting on Marcus Carr's decision. Like, I, I don't think Kentucky is going to have that sort of – Side that for the next segment. Because like, we, did, we did debate that back in April. Like, ooh, that's the game. Do you go – do you do you pull early or do you wait? Do you risk it out? And we talked about how they didn't want to risk it out for Trey Young, and it bit them in the butt. They ended up with quad A clean. And uh, we we know how all that worked out, but I I don't know I don't know I don't know I, I think I think the play is to at least keep a I think it's to wait like I think it's to wait till the NBA deadline. But I do agree with you. Next year could be completely different based on how the actual season goes. So I think we're going to be in a state of mysteria next off season it's, as it's, well. It's almost like the folks who uh, who won the uh, the trade for like an NFL trade or something like that, or an NBA, it's something that I think we're going to be able to constantly say, well, Kentucky was smart on this one. Oh, no, well, you know, Louisville was the wise guys this time around. Like, I think it's something that we'll be able to litigate quite often. But at the end of the day, Cal's going to clean the floor with Mac again. You you really think that he's going to let but, that guy beat him? But UofL won last year. Oh, about what four? Yeah, they almost lost to Kentucky's worst team in a hundred years. Oh wow! Arizona State got Marcus Bagley to return to Arizona State. Arizona State's already saying that. Oh, and even Joel Justice did the little. Uh, oh, I just yeah, ten hours ago. Oh, Bobby Hurley. I didn't see an Andy Katz re- retweet. Oh well, good for Arizona State. All right, so that so Bagley, I, like I said, I did not think he was going to end up in Kentucky regardless, but take him off the table. That's fine with me. Folks, anytime a great player decides to stay at a bad school, no offense, Joel, that's great. That's great for contenders, and Kentucky is a contender. Suck it, non-contenders. Yeah. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We're just shooting the bowl, if you will, and uh, talking college basketball. We'll, we'll talk some college football because UK's coaches talked for two hours yesterday. Oh, so got some vacation talk. Interesting stuff there, allegedly. We'll come back. We'll talk about all of it. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gaylor. Everyone said go ahead and ask her. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day seems a little longer. Every way love's a little stronger. Come. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker. We beat the British. 
Suck it, Cornwallis. They're in Roush. There's buggers <laughs> over here. You know, I mean, they can... <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports Roll. Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday short week. We're big fans of them, and I am also a big fan of Salsarita's catering. It doesn't get easier, it doesn't get better, and it doesn't get more delicious than Salsarita's. And Roush... Their catering is as simple as getting on your phone, picking out exactly what you want, hitting a button, and then boom, your catering's ready for so you. So easy. Yeah. It, uh, it's almost, some would say maybe, a little too good to be true. But it is true. Mm-hmm. And that's Salsaritas. They've got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. You've got a wedding. You've got a rehearsal dinner, engagement party. Bridal shower, baby shower. There's a million, you know, like if, yeah. if somebody's going through the wedding process, there's a million different parties. If somebody's having a baby, there's a million different parties. Salsaritas can cater any and all of them. So call 502-356-9468 if you don't want to use the app. 502-356-9468. Or you can order online. You can go to their website as well. But... Do it. it. You won't find something cheaper. You won't get more bang for your buck. They give you so much food. My friend's baby loves guacamole, and the, yeah, amount of guac- the, the amount of guacamole that they gave for just one little, oh, it was, it was outrageous. But uh, call 502-356-9468 if you're interested in the catering or want to know some of their options, or you can do it all from the touch of your finger on the online app. That's Salsaritas. They've got Middletown and St. Matthews. Go and check them out. All right. Where do we want to go to start segment number two, Roush? Guacamole. Yeah, can we just talk about the baby who's eating guacamole? I mean, yeah. I get it's delicious from Salsaritas, but what an advanced palate. Yeah, uh, avocado is really hot in the streets for babies. Did now. not know that. Yeah. This baby, it, it's almost fun to like watch it consume guacamole. Oh, it's, it's just, just... nonstop. It's like <laughs> a little machine. It's like a little like gremlin. Never gets full. That was uh, Duke last night with spaghetti. <sighs> spaghetti and uh, mac. Oh man, mac and cheese. When he wasn't feeling good, it's like, all right, we know he's gonna eat mac and cheese, and he just he gets mad if you don't give it to him quick enough. You That's know? actually kind of like me. Yeah. I'm 29 <laughs> years older than you. Not feeling is. good enough? Just got to get some mac and cheese. <laughs> Nothing better than some mac and cheese. Um, there has been some things better than uh, than I really wanted the UK football coaches to give us more than vacation talk. As much as I appreciated Brad White, I love and his that license you're. I, I love game, that you're not like you're not playing. Oh, it was good. They were having fun. It was just good to hear no, them be was, normal. Was, uh, yeah, come on. I didn't need every question to start or every talk with the court to be like, so, yeah, yeah, you're decompressing right now? It's like, uh, no doy. But, like, you know, Brad doesn't care to break news for, on our behalf. I just was hoping for maybe a little bit more kind of noteworthy things to be thrown out there. Um, aside from the fact that Brad is a diligent, uh, diligent license plate game player. Which I appreciate. He's like, you know, you get to this stretch of the interstate, you get a lot more West Coast plates, you know. And I was like, gosh, what a freaking football guy. Really, the the highlight of it, which I, whenever they said they were bringing him on, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I, we haven't heard from this guy yet. Greg Minuski came on and dropped an F-bomb, like a hard F-bomb. And then he also, uh, 
said another word that I, I think we can say, but it's still just like, oh, man. But he is uh, definitely fits the exactly what I thought, and that he's just this kind of old-school linebacker, just hard-nosed SOB football guy. And everybody hit it like a... <gasps> Oh yeah, it. there was an audible gasp. <laughs> and whoever was that. producing forgot to hit the like wasn't there to hit the dump button, so it got through, and it was like oh those football guys. It, well, because it was he played against Vince Merrill back in the day, and it, they were like uh, Brad gave him a hypothetical of all right, so we got Greg, you're coming down, you're the wedge buster, and you got Vince setting the wedge. Who's gonna win? He's like I don't you know I can't really say who would win, but I would know it would be an effing collision and they're like no (laughs) yeah i think he forgot that he was on the phone with other people yeah you know those guys so uh well roush you know what more could they say we we all got to see the spring we got to watch the spring game you know what more can they say at this point oh wait we we didn't watch the spring game by the way that tweet i had last night did not get nearly enough love or credit SEC takeover is today for UK. Yeah, it's going on right now. Which uh, maybe we'll turn it on. Yeah, good idea. Been turned on in the year 2021. Um, maybe we did around NCAA tournament time. I'm not sure. Uh, I have a feeling you would have to use this button on the other remote to okay. turn the actual television on. But yeah. So uh, did you make a joke about like the spring game? Yeah, right I was here? like, oh, I'm glad that that's at 4:30 in case I wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall back asleep. Pretty hilarious. Because it was horrible, folks. That's the joke. It was yeah. boring. It really puts you to bed. All right, here we go. I'll go get it. I'll go get it on. Oh, uh, I do think it. from like 1230 when they do the UK-Tennessee football game throughout the rest of the evening, they, they picked a good selection. Um, I personally wouldn't have put the UK softball game against Alabama just because that's the team that, you know, eliminated you. Oh, good. We get some Nick Mingione baseball on the old the old well, TV. They have they – have- Ones to choose from? They won some games. Oh, I think good. this is the Florida one. Oh, good, good. Ah, uh, we were only ten and eleven in the SEC at this time. Oh. oh, is this the Florida game that we got hosed in? Probably not. Uh, I would, th- I would think they would not show that. It's very <laughs> zoomed in too. Uh, yeah, that's the TV setting. I think. Oh, stupid TV yeah. setting. Uh, but uh, I got the whole, I got the whole lineup for you. They're, they're going to do the UK. They're doing a lot of UK Tennessee, which maybe some would say a little too much. But that's. Uh, hey, you know, beating Tennessee is always good. UK-Tennessee football game at 1230. Well, I may as well not miss out on the other stuff. Women's volleyball, your national championship volleyball team. You think they would do the national championship game. I don't know if they have the rights to that, but they're going to do Kentucky-Florida instead. Then they're going to do SEC inside, Kentucky versus Tennessee. That's the football game. That's just like a 30-minute behind-the-scenes sort of deal. Those are cool. Those are cool. I like those. They do a good job. You just don't really get that access anywhere else. Then we've got the SEC Women's Swimming and Diving Championship for two hours from 1030 to 1230. Then we've got football, Kentucky versus Tennessee. That was a good old classic beatdown. Women's basketball, Arkansas versus Kentucky. The Alabama-Kentucky softball game. Then basketball, Kentucky's win in Knoxville. And then the Gator Bowl at 9 to put you to get you feeling all warm and fuzzy inside before you go to bed because that was not, a fun one as well. I guess I'll record it because I, I would much rather, you know. Watch the NBA game? Yeah, like the, the sport that I don't know the outcome wow, of the game. you call yourself a Cats fan. I thought you liked UK. <laughs> It was a good game, though. I'll enjoy going back and watching that uh, and some other time. But, um, yeah, we didn't get a whole lot of news, though, yesterday, unfortunately, from the show. But I will say, though, Terry, I'm not at liberty 
to reveal exactly what happened, but I, I did something yesterday that it's it's one of those things where I just can't believe that, like, oh, so this is what I did on a camera. So it's going to be pretty entertaining coming out next week. You all should definitely tune in. All right, that's not nearly enough background for what are you talking about? What I did happened? something ridiculous on camera for a bit, and it's more A bit of, for who? For KSR. Okay, so yeah. just tell us what it is. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want to tell you. But all I'll you've done, you, all you've I want to show the video ev- evidence. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Like, what, give, give me the like, give me the. Got to give us something. Well, well yeah. we're doing the, the the Kroger hometown pickup tour. We go to talk to recruits around the state, and in one of these, I did something where uh, the let's just say this prospect was very shocked. He's like, "Wait, so you want me to do what?" Oh no! Oh, yeah, it's not fence towel bad. It's actually I think could be good. He was laughing at Could me be good. throughout it. Yeah, yeah, but just because a, a seventeen-year-old's laughing at you is not the barometer for. for <laughs> I mean, I think this, a seventeen-year-old would laugh at us trying to eat food, a piece oh, of bread you're as something. fast as possible. Yeah, that's just that's the. Here's the thing, though, Terry. I think this oh, actually so might be doing... more ridiculous than my bread eating challenge. So, is it food related? No, it's not. Not at all. But it's it's it should be pretty good. Did you shotgun a beer? <sighs> Man, next time. With a 17-year-old. Right. <laughs> Roush instantly gets arrested. Great bit. Good fun for everybody. Okay, so I guess every when's it coming out? Uh, yeah, next week. That was, it was fun. You can't give us though. just you gotta give us a day. <laughs> give us a vague day. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, I think. All right, so you're teasing something six days in advance. I'm well, just saying that was what I did yesterday. It was much more entertaining than uh the, you know, whatever that was. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna like take it personal, be like, it's a lot more entertaining than doing appraisals. Which probably probably was, to be honest with you. Uh, text on into the show, 502-414-1450. I would watch you on the appraisal network. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. Oh. I'd never be tuning in the appraisal network. All right. I'll, Justin, I'll, shut the hell up. I'll go, you love reality garbage. I'll go ahead and, and say, I'll go ahead and tell this story. I was doing one yesterday, and I think the lady was flirting with me. Oh. And really for no other reason than this one thing. But, you know, I have to go in each room and take a picture basically to just confirm to the lender that, like, I inspected the property. Right. Um, and, and you are supposed to, like, look around the room, just make sure there's not a hole in the wall. or We're not looking for any, you know, everybody's like, the house is messy. Is that going to be a problem? And it's like, no, I don't care if the house is messy at all. But we're just kind of looking for, like, holes in the wall, stuff like that. And so I'm taking a picture in this woman's room. Uh, probably about 40-ish. And she's like, oh, oh, sorry. My, the room's a mess. I was, and it, it wasn't at all. And uh, she's like, whatever you do, though, don't, don't, if you're taking a picture, don't get the TV on the picture. And I kind of like, I didn't, it didn't really like register what she was saying. And I was like, oh, you know, as long as people are in the picture, they don't care. And she was like, but definitely, but no, I'm, I'm more embarrassed about what I have on the TV. So I didn't look at the TV there because it's actually at my back. But where the way I took the picture, you could see the TV. So I was, so when I got back to the office, I zoomed in, and she was watching, I guess, a show, a Netflix show, uh, that is supposedly very popular called Sex Life. And oh, <laughs> I, I I thought we were going down a a different 
like much more explicit. Yes. Uh, right. I don't know what sex life is about. I've heard good things uh, about it. It's Rotten Tomato scores are horrible. It's IMBD scores are horrible. So I'm going to question the judgment oh, of my friends. I'm, I'm questioning the judgment of Rotten Tomatoes. They gave the replacements a 40%. They, they have no taste in comedy. Oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Right. Replacements is great. I mean, The Replacements isn't like a good movie, but it is a fun movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's better very than fun. a 40%. Yeah, like, no, it should not win awards, but certainly worth the watch if you've never seen it before. Uh, so is that flirting by telling me not to look at her TV that has sex life on it? I think so. I think so, too. I think she was saying, I think so too. Don't, don't look at the TV. Sorry, Miss Appraisal Lady, though. I am happily married with baby on way in tow, whichever one. Which, by the way... Speaking of the wife, uh, we did a Big Brother Patreon. Big Brother started last night. I know, Roush, you you love some reality shows, but this one you can't get behind for whatever reason. Justin, I'm not even going to waste time asking if you're interested in it. How are you just going to assume like that? I was a huge Big Brother fan, was. actually. Well, because now you only watch... Uh, well, now I just don't have time. Big Fishers. Now you don't have time. I don't have time. This I don't have time thing. It's hilarious. Just, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm golfing or working. I'm not watching TV. Golfing at 9 o'clock at night. I'm sleeping. No, you're not. <laughs> I got text messages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Too, I did. Too, uh, too busy for that. But, no, so we, we're we doing the Patreon, patreon.com slash Kentucky Roll Call. We uh, did about 30 minutes. I couldn't believe how long we went. Are but, they wearing masks? No. Okay. No, they they but, did in the last one, didn't they? Last summer? No. They did not. They would be quarantined, quarantined together. Oh, that's right. Um, they, it's kind of the whole point of the Big Brother house. It's the original quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest person this season, though, is only 40, which is, you know, they'll normally have some 60-year-olds or whatever. So uh, I wonder if that was COVID or I, I, just just in case you do get it, we're going to be worried. Uh, you know, we'd rather have younger people. I'm sure everybody had to be vaccinated, though, and whatnot. But it started last night. It should be a good season. They basically, it used to be like, hey, we're just getting average Americans throughout the country. Like, But now it's every guy on there except for one, which weirdly enough is Joe Frazier's son. But besides him, all the guys are just like ripped. Just hmm. like super strong athletic dudes. Are they all influencers? No. I think they only have like one influencer this gotcha. year. I didn't know this. The wife told me this. They normally like recruit half the cast or like even sometimes more than half. Where they'll reach out to those people and be like, would you like to be on Big Brother? Huh. Instead of just randoms applying. Yeah. I always thought it was just people applying. Right, right. And sometimes celebrities or influencers that actually had a little clout would apply and they'd be like, oh, we need to get this person. No, they reach out and go get some folks. They only did it for two people this year, though. It'd be interesting to be a producer for this show. Because I think I, it'd be a blast. Or just any of these reality shows. We just watched uh, Survivor Cook Islands, which is mm. one of the, the GOATS seasons yep. that they had on there. Fantastic. But like the, the pairings of people were like, How do you where do you find this guy? This crazy kook, you know? And like yeah. how do you know that they're going to not tick everybody off to stick around? Like it's just it'd it'd be fun to kind of go through this round of interviews and try to see people's personalities and figure out how they would shine with one another. My only issue is like they just and I get why they have to do it, but like how they just basically cast types like you will be this season's nerd. 
Yeah, you will be yeah, this season's definitely. like uh, divorcee, or you will be this season's buff man who's gonna be flirting with all the women. But you'll you will be this season, oh, and then they're... buff man that's a dumb jock. But you'll be the successful lawyer, like you know. They... Yeah, and then they'll do the like, let's get the the gay guy who's a big gossip. Yep, you know, like that's like one of the typecasts they always get. And oh, we're gonna get a hippie too. You got to have a couple big time hippies who are just like, I'm just here for fun. They man. get the they get the religious person. You got to have oh, like gosh, the God Squad yeah. person. Yeah, which yeah, they 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 just cast types. Some season, what one season? They're like this year, the season of the nerds, and like instead of casting different types, it's just All twelve nerds. nerds going in there. <laughs> hey, nerds have won before. That's the thing is every type has won. I think in Big Brother. I'm. Uh... I'm, I, I've been thinking about this, TJ. I don't think that I would be a. I think, I think you actually might have a chance at one of these reality shows. I don't think I'm intriguing enough to be. What you're like the biggest character I know. Take that as a compliment. Yeah, but like I don't think that I'm. Uh, like I don't have like a thing though. I guess, I think there is a certain. Like, I think you, like radio host is a thing. Yeah, yeah, and kind of goofy, but like. I'm also not. Ad- I think the reason why you would be better at one of these shows, you're a little bit more adversarial than I. I just avoid the hell out of confrontation. Yeah, so, yeah. I, that's why I would go with you, Nick. You're more friendly. I guess I think the reason. Okay. Yeah, Suck suck it, Terry. <laughs> yeah, uh, more friendly. You're, you're just... both friendly, but Nick's almost over. Yeah, but friendly. I would try to. Like the only way for me to win is I would just have to be buddy buddy with everybody. Nick hides his honesty a lot better than I, and that's the difference. And that's why you'd be good for reality. That's why I don't know if they put me on. I would be good at doing the like. Yeah, but when you get triggered, I, it's I would fun. I would drop my. Uh, when they do the little cutaways where you're talking to the camera, I would have some like really cornball lines. <laughs> yeah, you'd you know? be great at it. <laughs> but but like as far as like getting the show, if somebody's gonna try to start stuff with me. I guess actually I would be because then I would just go talk behind their back. And and I think like, you'd also come eventually to the realization that like this is not real life. I can be a jerk and like it's not real. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, true. people are gonna understand that this is a game where you are technically Which entertainment. Is, so silly in those early Survivor seasons. They're like, how could you do this? We were friends. It's oh, like, dude, it's a freaking game for a million dollars. Like, pe- if you can't lie to somebody, then get the hell out of here. The people that throw away their games out of loyalty are the biggest goobers in the world. <laughs> they are. Like, oh, somebody I've known for 33 days. I can't turn my back on them, even for a million dollars. Yeah, I can. And I just like think back to like their kids, you know, that like having to scrap by and all that stuff well thank <laughs> thankfully uh do you still talk to that guy no not anymore it's been five years but uh hope he's enjoying that million you i see will that say it's kind too. of uh it is kind of fun to like like nick's still buddies with a lot of the survivor people he was hanging out with michelle in new york city you know like a week or two ago so it's like oh that's got to be kind of fun if you've won a million dollars to go hang out with your other oh yeah i'm millionaire turning, friends oh i'm 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 backstabbing a stranger in a heartbeat for a million dollars for my family <laughs> i'm not even blinking twice i you know like in survivor the controversy of like making up like a parent or grandparent dying you oh know, yeah that's that happening great. some johnny uh, oh, i would do whatever fresh talker i would do i would was. do whatever it takes johnny to, fair play that you, was great you're playing a game it's in the context of a game it's not real it's <laughs> a game so hilarious oh so, and people got so like worked oh, up about it like do you have any didn't he have his grandma at the reunion show with yeah, him <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, grandma's here yeah good stuff all right uh we will get back to sports here let's get into the text line if you want to participate in the show five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says, I literally cannot wait to gamble on football. Easily the best sport to bet on and it's not even close. Man, I can't I would say wait. if you can take if you take into consideration all football, college and NFL, I'd probably agree with you just because NBA is whew, that's 
sometimes can be a nightmare regular season games to bet on. Playoffs a little bit more a little bit conducive. Yeah. yeah, but I love you know I always say college basketball is my bread and butter. But Roush will always point out that like uh, late game free throws that can just get messy there. I don't like it. It's a valid point, and I don't disagree with it. But uh, college football is great to bet on as well. And yeah, college football is my on. favorite. Uh, and just thinking ahead to that uh, first football, I mean, I I got it's it's one of those things that it just about once a week I think about that first Saturday where we're going to get the noon kickoff. Kentucky's going to win by a million points, and then we're just going to have college football to watch. Did I see that UK is a twenty-seven point favorite for that opener? Oh, bet the bank twenty-seven and a half. Bet it. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, bet it. And it's not Central Michigan. Just so Louisiana uh, a lot of people think it's Central Michigan. They say it frequently, but we always have to come back and let yep. them know it's Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe, so bad. But they've so got bad. some big names on yeah. their coaching staff. They're gonna have so many three and outs. It's 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 a recipe for disaster. When Freddie Maggard, who UK is like just not sling it around, Freddie can be a butt slapper, but Freddie props up every UK opponent like they're actually good. And even Freddie's like, this team is bad. Like I'm, I don't bet, but if I did, I'd bet UK twenty seven. That's when you know, like, okay. And if Freddie says it, hey, we got breaking news. Breaking news! John Young, a barstool athlete. <gasps> Good for John Young. We still don't know what it means, though. No, 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 still no idea. Good golfer, John Young. Maybe John Young. I don't know if we'd have to negotiate with Barstool to make it happen. Maybe he's our KRC athlete too. Oh. He'd be a good. T- he's a good talker. What like if we told him? Like I bet if we told John, like, "Hey, we're doing a KRC scramble. We're we're paying for your round." He's not twenty one either. We pay for his drinks too. Is he, we, uh, not, yeah. we couldn't do it at Seneca. You got to buy from the clubhouse. Tall boys. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, I, I bet he'd come out. To, well, that'd be like we're gonna do it in August. I think he'll be playing football. Yeah, he's got yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah. John Young, good at golf. Also, Barcelona athlete. Good job, John. Um, another texter says, uh, never forget England blew a 13-colony lead in 1783. The Redcoats always break under pressure. Oh, and they ha- get handed a gift to head to the Euro finals, but credit to Hoosier Dingus. Another yeah. tie. Yeah. I tried telling you all. Was it? Is it a tie full-time or just a tie in 90 minutes? Tie in, well, 90 minutes, yeah. But okay, but it, it doesn't matter if it's penalties yeah. or not. Yeah, okay. correct. No, that's what you want. When you're betting the tie in regular time, you want it to go to overtime. Yeah, yeah. So. I just didn't know if it had to be the full 120 or not. But yeah, nope. good job, Hoosier Dingus. Thank you. So uh, now four I, and six. I love that most four, of my four out of six. soccer friends were just four like, six. it was only a matter of time before Sterling took a fall in the box and got him a PK. England was completely dominating that game for, I don't know, like 118 of the 120 minutes of it being played. But don't call a penalty there. Man. It is going to be an exciting final, though. We get it on Saturday. That'll be a Saturday afternoon. And I think the way it's setting up, we should have a finals game that night, too. If they're doing day off, day on. I think Uh, the finals are Sunday. Yeah, they normally go Sunday for the finals. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's do the daily double break here. We will come back and talk more sports. Read more of your text messages. 502-414-1450. Roush is going to play some bets. Some NBA basketball. All right. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. It's funny, honey. You don't care. You never listen to my prayer. Maybe, baby. 
Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. It's already really hot, and it's 8.07. And all three of us really enjoy golfing. Justin was telling us about a scramble he's going to be playing in. On Saturday, sounds awesome. But, Roush, sometimes I really want to play golf, but I just don't want to sweat uh, over every inch of my body. Yeah. Any advice? What should I do? I think you should check out the Bobby Cook Golf Academy because it's air-conditioned. I mean, you're playing in sixty high 60s, low 70s year-round there. They have three. I mean, Bobby's got three of the state-of-the-art simulators. Make you feel like you're out and about walking through the muck and the mire without actually having to sweat it out. So go check out Bobby Cook Golf Academy today. Whether you're getting a lesson and I'm kind of like somebody over here needs, or just hitting the virtual range, or maybe playing 18 holes. Uh, I mean, get a group of guys together, and, or gals, or whoever, and play, uh, just rent it out for an hour or two. Go smack a ball around so, the simulator. Highly recommend getting some friends, and... Oh, you BYOB, it's a yeah, great time. I, I, I highly recommend getting some, some buddies, Going there, renting the place out, and having two hours to have fun. You can gamble because you're in Indiana. Bobby Cook has it figured out. And mm-hmm. I know uh haven't checked in with Bobby Cook over the last maybe month, which is longer longer than normal, but I know that uh, they've got some expansion plans in the future as well, and, and that's going to be really cool. So maybe I need to touch base with them, see where they are with that. But Bobby Cook Golf Academy, you're going to be really impressed with the setup they have and also climate control. That's the biggest thing this time of the year. All right. Fun first hour. So is there, was there any football, any sort of football stuff from the coaches, like any inkling of, oh, we got something here? Or was it just vacation talk? Because it seemed like a lot of vacation well, talk. Minuski, I like that they're pumped for the Missouri game. That was that was honestly my biggest takeaway. Yeah, and Minuski was, was kind of like, ah, oh, we're going to kick their ass no matter what. Like he had one of those kind of lines. But I uh, – I, you, you definitely do get the sense of, man, we just cannot wait to have fans back. I know single-game tickets go on sale today, uh, so if you're just trying to get a game or two, those Missouri, Ford, and LSU tickets, Tennessee too, I have a feeling they will go by in a jiffy. So uh, go get those today. They go on sale, I think, at, as soon as our show ends at 9 a.m. They're 9 or 10 a.m. I'm getting those confused. But uh, the excitement is palpable. Uh, I, I also, that Missouri game is going to sell out if not today soon. I was talking with uh, one of our listeners. He got the uh, fast pass pretty excited. He was trying to figure out if his tickets were good or not. It's like, fast pass. You going to skip the lines. Yeah. Skip the lines. Yeah. Or whatever they call it. Uh, p- pass in your pocket, pocket pass. I think you're, <laughs> never mind. No, yeah, go on, no, go on, no, no, go we're, on, say we're, it. We're good. Go on, go on. <laughs> it's a pocket pass. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, you get the excitement. You also see where they're kind of. They really want to pump up the nil stuff, 
to a degree, even though they don't know a whole lot of, like, they can't directly get guys deals, you know? Yes. It's it's a, it's a little bit different ball game, but uh, they're definitely that's part of their pitch. Whenever they're talking to guys, like you, you would hear Vince kind of give his soft tosses for like Benny to talk about Nil and the brand and all the stuff that Kentucky can do for you. You know, there, there's it's recruiting pitch kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Benny Benny would have would have really profited off of it. He could have racked up probably better than any Kentucky athlete. I mean, I just because of being able to do it over two years, you know, he would have mm-hmm. had two years of hype. Uh, yeah, like he really could have cashed in better than most. And he had the gimmick, like the mouthpiece thing. Man, think about how many mouthpieces he would have sold with those little whirly gigs, like kids having them in the stands. You oh, know, that's, that's actually uh, yeah. And those things probably wouldn't be like too cheap. But they'd probably be like fifteen bucks or something like that. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they would go. Uh, they'd they'd go quick. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, but uh, that's one thing I do like about this staff is, I, I I don't know, you know, the Joker time was first off long ago, which is good news. Secondly, it was quick, you know, the Joker era did not last long, again, thankfully, but I like that this staff doesn't make it, isn't shy about hating rivals and competition, really. <laughs> like, Missouri's not necessarily a rival rival, but I like that they're they're ticked off about last year. They said that last year was their worst game. I like that they're talking about that. Yes, you've got Louisiana Monroe, a.k.a. Central Michigan, week one. But I like that they were like, yeah, we, we, we know how important that Mizzou game is. Yes, it is. It's very important. The whole season kind of rides on it, mm-hmm. at least from a if we want to dream big standpoint. UK can lose to Missouri, still get seven wins, go to a bowl game, all that. But I, I think with what we're all hoping for and wishing for, you got to beat them, and I love that they know it. I love that they hate U of L, and they're just going to try to run off the score on U of L. I love that they hate Tennessee, and they see mm-hmm. Tennessee bleeding. And instead of going there and being a good neighbor and helping, they want to just put in like the final dagger and get uh. ahead as a program over the stinky Vols. I like this about the staff. I love their killer instinct. I love that they want to go after uh, and and just kind of humiliate their competition and. You don't see that everywhere. Uh, you get uh, you get Satterfield crying about L's down. You get Charlie Strong saying our fans need to act more like Kentucky, Kentucky fans. fans. Yeah. Which, man, great, great quote. I absolutely love that quote. Hey, wow. Uh, that's, uh, well, I'll, I'll, we'll get to it a little bit later. It's on the text line. I jumped, I jumped too far oh, ahead. Oh, no, you jumped too far Yeah, ahead. I jumped too far ahead. It's exciting, though. We'll get to it when we get to it. How about we get back to the text Yeah, line? let's get a few in. Why not? The texter says, angry Kentucky fan here. You know Cal is big man obsessed. Cal's starting lineup's going to be Kofi, Oscar, Collins, Toppin, and Brooks at the point. Another disaster season, <laughs> am I right? And he's being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. He Suck says, it, idiot fans. We all hate you. <laughs> and I thought about it yesterday, and Roush, you kind of alluded to it, but we I don't need to – I get really worked up when other media platforms, radio shows, podcasts, even you know bloggers, writers, whatever it may be, when they'll take like 1% of a fan base and act like it's the overriding theme. Yeah. Like to make fun of the Kentucky fans or something like that. Always get worked up about that, but I did something kind of similar. I took a very small portion of the fan base and made it a topic. I everything I said is true, and everything I said is meant. But there is some truth to like, why do you give those dinguses the time of the day? Like it is the minority opinion. Mm-hmm. The UK fans with the brain are 
cannot wait for for Kofi to potentially commit to UK. And the uh, the person that told me that Oscar was probably going to go to Miami, so you got to take that with a grain of salt, had told me that they think uh, they're he- they're hearing Kofi to St. John's, which is not a team that I've heard mentioned whatsoever. Who is this person? <laughs> My goodness, Terry, get better friends. I, I, respond, I responded back to the person, and I said, I'm not falling for it this time. <laughs> and they said, LOL, St. but John's. I'm being serious. Uh, St. John should be an all right little team, but why would he? Why wouldn't he just go back to Illinois? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, like Illinois, you've got you're familiar. I know he's from New York, or I think he's got a lot of family in New York as well. But Illinois, you've got the stability. You're already a hero there. You'll be the star. You kind of know the routine. Blah blah blah. Your boys are at Kentucky, so I, that makes sense why you'd want to go to UK, and they're going to be just loaded. St. John's, that one doesn't check out at all. They'll be okay, and if you got Kofi, they would be maybe the third best team in the Big East. Maybe. Who else does Mike Anderson have? That Champagne guy, not the one that at Pittsburgh he went pro, but uh, the Champagne fella, Julian Champagne, Champagne, Champagne. He's good. They'll be all right if they got Kofi. They'd be good. They'd be a top twenty-five team probably back into the top twenty-five. Yeah. I don't think he's going to St. John's. Mm. That would surprise me. But admittedly, don't know anything about it, and uh, is there just, anybody just even, follow the people that do know? Is there anybody even in that conference that could guard him down low? <laughs> I mean, do they even have anybody that big in that conference? Whereas the Big Ten and the SEC both have big power bigs. I don't know that that conference does. Man, Kofi, just imagine Kofi like banging with Hunter Kessler at Auburn. Mm. Just would like embarrass him. Would be great. Would be a lot of fun. I uh... imagine Fulkerson, like you know, somehow Kofi gets switched onto Folky. He may he may imprint uh, Folky into the hardwood, or just like you know, literally tattoo the bottom of his sneaker onto Fulkerson's face. Is Folky long hair, short hair? Where are we at with the Folky hair? You know, he really is like Samson. He cut his locks and lost all of his power. Yeah, I mean, he stunk last year. So suck it, Folky. Get the folk out of here. St. John's was my favorite. They were my favorite basketball team to play with on like the old. College basketball video game because you could, uh, you know, they were in the Big East, but they were bad. So it was, you know, they're a fun team to just make good. And within three years, you know, you've got the best players in the country, mm-hmm. that kind of deal. But you know, those games, it was always fun to build up. Like Western Kentucky was another good football team to just build up because it's like, oh, they're the worst, and so now you're winning a national championship. Good stuff. The texter says. Sunderland Till oh. I Die is very entertaining, Mook. He should also check out All or Nothing Soccer Seasons on Amazon Prime. There's just something about me with watching like concurrent sports documentaries. It's just hard for me. You know, I I did the the most recent thing I did was Last Chance of You, and that was like season three or something. I just I don't know. Uh something about it. I don't like. I can do if it's a documentary about ten or twenty years ago. Some of the concurrent ones, I just don't like that much. I also don't like, like, they're making a Kurt Warner NFL movie. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. It, well, I think I heard you mention something. During, during the break, break yeah. Like, they, I saw a behind-the-scenes look at the trailer, and it just, I just can't, I just can't care about a Kurt Warner movie right now. Like, I just, I don't know. It's a great story, but it's going to be bad acting on the football field. It's not going to look real. I'm not going to like it. A texter says, I went to Lourdes, and every Thursday we had mass in the morning, and school ended at 1 p.m. Thursdays were the best. Oh, that's pretty awesome. 
I got a teacher, or I got a buddy that teaches at Lourdes, and uh, that is pretty awesome. We never got out early on the mass days. I like to call them Lourdes. One thing, to really rub it in their faces. I think I've told you this before, but in our grade school, our Catholic grade school, we'd have DL days, which is I think it was called like it's on the down low. On the down low, it's called like directive learning days, I think. And you'd have so it'd be it, every grade, two grades would pair up. So like just for example, uh, first kindergarten and first would be a Monday, and then go down the list and whatnot. And second and third Tuesday, you get it. But uh, you do all your, you do have like, so the day would be PE, art, drama, music. It'd be all your like non. Elective yeah. stuff, yeah. And, do like uh, a project. You didn't have to wear the uniform, which was great. Oh. All, all those school uniforms until eighth grade, we had to wear a tie, which was a joke and not right, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, you got to wear like sweatpants and t-shirts and stuff like that. Always liked it because who could ever get stressed out or like have a bad day just getting to do PE and those little Joke classes, no offense. Ah, Pretty great. Yeah, you're, you're, your wife's a teacher of art. Art is not a joke class, but, but yeah, it's not it, hard. Yeah, It's not hard. Just try. Just try. Yeah. Embrace it. Try different things, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I always thought, that, I always thought that was cool. Basically made it a four-day week, which, you know, back then in seventh grade, you had so much going on. All the breaks uh, you could get. Right. The time like, off. Not all the t- get the stress off From all plate. of the, mm-hmm. the basketball you were playing, the, the snacks the, you were eating, the, the bikes to, you were riding. The 8 to 2.30 grind. <laughs> uh, I, t- like th- I like this text. Read it for me. TJ is way off on his Darnell Dodson hating UK take. The year after he was kicked off the team, he lived on the couch of some of my friends I had made in the apartment next door. Watched multiple UK games with him, and he constantly expressed how much he wished he didn't mess up what he had there. McCall didn't get along, and he shared a frowned upon hobby with Trevor, but the guy <laughs> took to the streets with us when we went to the Final Four. He liked UK. Okay. that I, I'm glad you texted that in, That's and it kind of hilarious. makes me a little sad, to be honest, but you also kind of made my point for me. He took his time for UK for granted. Yeah. That was my whole point, is that not everybody that is a U.K. student-athlete loves the University of Kentucky, but I think you do have a lot that do. And I made that point that, like, I, you know, I thought back to this, too, always critiquing myself after my radio performances. But I thought to myself that, like, I'd mentioned professional athletes. Well, professional athletes may be somewhere for eight or ten years. You don't get that in college. Because it all went back to that one person made a good point of why they don't want players to get paid. I disagreed with it, but his point was... You're not going to have the Chuck Hayes stories anymore. Strongly disagreed with it, but understood his point. And I mentioned that some people always love it, some won't. I mentioned professional, but you still have high school legends at places. They're only there for four years, and they're only really making an impact sometimes two or three years. So you're still going to get people that love the love the place that they're at, even if they're getting paid, even if they're rich, even if they're richer than most of the fans watching them play. You're still going to get people that love the college university you play for, Point in case, Cash Daniel, yesterday when he was talking with the coaches and whatnot, like he he just said how much he wished he could go back and do it all over again. Do you think if Cash is making 100000 a year, those sentiments are changed? No, he's just richer. Like his life is easier, but yeah. he still loves UK. He still loves playing football, and he still would probably say in 2021, looking back, I wish I could do it again. I wish I could have one more practice, play one more game. You'll still get that. And for Darnell Dotson, I, I hate that like he regretted or took for granted his time at UK. He was given an opportunity. He got to play with NBA superstars that are still in the NBA as a starter in some capacity. 
And he kind of just was more busy or seemingly more focused on extracurriculars outside of basketball. But I appreciate you texting that in. And good, he deserved a party out on the streets with with other UK fans. And he always seemed like a nice guy, just uh, didn't seem to love his time as a UK basketball player. But people are young. They make mistakes. They take things for well, granted. You know, We've all done that. People like sitting on couches and, you know. Partaking in college. It happens. It does happen. Some people just like it a little more than they should. It happens. Yeah. Uh, what do you all think is the highest playoff ranking Kentucky Ooh. will achieve this season? Good question. So what's the highest all time in the history of the college football playoff rankings? Where did UK get in 18? 12th? No, they, they were in the top 10. They were, eighth? I think, 8th, I think. I want to say 8th before that Texas A&M game. But that was the, that was the debut. So their first ranking ever, I think, was their highest. Gosh, Kentucky played poorly in that Texas A&M game, and the offense just couldn't do. Defense played well, just couldn't do diddly squat. But I'm, I'm almost certain they made the the top ten. Um, I'm almost certain this upcoming season they will not. His like little heel is that UK football is bad. He has no idea why he thinks. That. No, I'm not saying it, that at all. Goes I'm back just to like when he thought Indiana was better, so now I, he's got to like. I am simply on UK football. I am simply saying they will not achieve better than top ten in the playoff ranks. Why do you say that? I just do. Like that's, they're, that's, they're not good enough to get there, or the schedule doesn't set up well for them. I just think the rest of college football is too good. It has nothing all to right. do with Kentucky. Well, let's do it this way here. All They're right. going to beat Louisiana Monroe. We so agree with that. If, if, all right. If what if they beat Florida? Let's no, say they beat no, no, Florida go, undefeated. Let me, go, let me go through it. Okay, okay, okay. They beat Missouri. You, that's feasible, right, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. They can. They could lose that game, too. Those are borderline. They'll be considered borderline top 25 teams. Like, yeah. in the eyes of poll people, sure. they, they'll probably put whoever wins that game at, like, 24. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, then Chattanooga, they'll win that one. At South Carolina, with the exception of it being on the road, UK is going to be a lot better than South Carolina. A lot so better. They're, at that point, they're 4-0. and Probably with, ranked with, like 20th. With Florida coming to town. You're telling me if they don't beat Florida, they're 5-0 and with LSU coming to town, they can't be ranked top 15-ish, top 10-ish? They could. And then if you yeah. beat LSU, where are you going to be? I don't, I don't see them beating Florida or LSU. I mean, they'll, they'll one. Be, I can see them beating one of them. They won't beat both. No way. Man, the here here's one <laughs> part. Be, they're good enough to beat either one. I don't know which one they will beat, but the idea they'll beat both no, is just not a chance. way too just much. Not a chance. So one thing that uh, we also kid, have Justin. to <laughs> consider is the question specifically asked college football playoff rankings. I might have been wrong about AM because they don't come out like they didn't come out till week ten in twenty nineteen. Like they come out later in the season, you know what I mean? So in week nine in twenty eighteen, Kentucky debuted at number nine. Just looking that up now. So okay. that's the highest they ever were, and that probably was, was that before the they Tennessee were they were game? seven and one. Yeah. So who would they? Well, this might have even been after the A and M loss, right? I was going to say it was probably before the Tennessee game. This was probably between A and M and Tennessee, or no, because or yeah, or before Georgia. Then that's what it was. It was before Georgia. They were ranked ninth. So, yes, it yeah, was after, after A&M, before beat, Georgia. And then beat Missouri, and then, gotcha. yeah, so, okay. But, yeah, th- that's what you have to think about in this this question is it's got to be late enough in the schedule. If it's not coming out till later, if Kentucky did what Justin thought the unthinkable, I still don't know if they have rankings out by the time they go to Georgia. And I think we're all willing to concede that game. So, if Kentucky – if Kentucky's – Undefeated except for Georgia, and the playoff rankings come out that following week. UK has a bye. They go to Mississippi State. They'll be ranked like 15th. 
in the and, first and that's break. and that scenario with your only loss being to Georgia, I can see. Or them. hell, you might even be top. I, 10 I can still. see him yeah. being top ten with your only loss. Might stay in there if you play well against. Yeah. Them. If you had wins against Florida, LSU, and it's Missouri, top 10. you'd have to be. for sure. Yeah, you'd have to be. But I so to answer the Texas question, what do you all think the highest playoff ranking Kentucky will achieve? Probably like eighteen is my conservative because. It, I'll say 12. There, there's part of what Justin's saying where they've got to be better than the rest of college football. But you also have to remember, the rest of college football is going to lose games too. You know, like they're, they're going to lose games yeah. they shouldn't. This is what's so great about the sport. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what was it last year during the pandemic? Like, was there a lot more turnovers or was there a lot more penalties? Remember, there's some oh, stat. Like, after, it was like, penalties four, early on, I think. There was a ton. Yeah. Um, and, and people kind of chalked it up of like teams being a little – being a little ugly. Man, the ugliest thing I've ever seen was watching Navy try to tackle BYU that Memorial Day weekend. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that they was They hadn't it. tackled at all. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Uh, Texter says, Dingus betting strategy pays off again. Euro's going to extra time. That's right. I was really rooting for Denmark. You know what the sad thing is? I did not bet that one because I thought England would win in what? regulation. <laughs> you, oh, gave you, us. Even, you even took a lap. Oh my God. I will. I will. Forgivable. I bet it. I'll at least give you a little tip of the cap for being honest. Oh, uh, yeah. But I didn't you bet tell it. us this is how you win betting soccer. I didn't feel good about that one. You only. He's you back only to three play, and two. He's back you, to three and two. You, you only Jesus. play the ones that you feel good about. What but a dingus. I didn't feel good about that one. But I'm glad. But the text so, line doesn't rip Justin. Oh my God. Just tear him to Just. To shred. I'm I'm glad somebody got some win out of a have a backbone, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta agree with Roush here. You got goodness have a gracious. Buddy. We gotta go to a break too. So let's do it. Let's do it. This is KRC. I'm big export. I'm, I'm suck st- it, Justin. I'm, I'm disgusted. Shook now. I'm shook. <laughs> disgusted. A lot of growing up, in this, buddy. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Reminder, Genesis Diamonds, no pushy salesmen or pushy saleswomen. They just want you to get what you need, the best quality at the price that you have set. They're not going to come and say, well, yeah, I know you're trying to spend X amount of money, but for only this much more, you can get this. They're not going to do it. They're going to get your price range, and they're going to get things that are beautiful and magnificent inside that price range, whether it's a timepiece, diamond, earrings, pendants, necklaces, or the big one, the engagement ring, they will help you out. It makes the buying process so easy for us dinguses that don't know what we're doing, and you feel so much better knowing it's a non-commissioned sales staff that just wants you to be happy, and they want to make it easy. They want you out of there as fast as you want to be out of there, if we're just going to be honest. 
That's Genesis Diamonds. They're on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. And if you want to stay and hang out, they'll let you do that too. But they realize it's just, it was, it was really easy. It, it made, I was nervous. I think naturally anybody is going into that. And uh, they, 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 they made me feel comfortable. They'll do the same for you at Genesis, the official jeweler of the University of Kentucky. Well, we Remember, got Barball on now. Tell them KRC sent you, you get a free soda. Yeah, the UK national champ volleyball team taking on Florida on SEC yeah, Network suck right at now. Florida. So uh, I actually have a. So Florida was the only team to beat them, right? Yeah. And this was so like during COVID, they'd play one. You know, they they do best of five twice in a weekend. Yeah, yeah, they would play so Friday like, and Saturday. I think this is revenge from their yeah. loss. And um, their revenge was served. So I actually uh, I have a friend who played at Florida. Uh, she finished up a couple of years back. Was on a team that went to the Final Four, but you know they didn't win. Did it she all. play? I was. Yeah, she's very good at volleyball. But I, I asked her to at uh, team? at at Derby this year. I was like, so like, were you were you cheering for Kentucky at all? Like, I know you know, like Brooke was cheering for Kentucky, and you know, you probably knew some girls on that team. Were you wanting them to win or no? And she was just like, hell no. <laughs> which I love because they're they're their biggest rivalry and I was like oh I get it I just I, you know anybody tell that to Kentucky I mean they don't like each other they're the two best teams it's like um and it's not even really close you know uh in the in the rest of the SEC so you know I I, I appreciated that actually it's like I would I would also oh you know you are right Florida is probably Kentucky's biggest rival my mind went to L for a second yeah 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 no but um, where your wife played right 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 Star. which they only played once a year but like Florida and Kentucky they'd play at least twice and then once in the SEC tournament as well so that I mean I I would also not cheer for them too especially if I got all the way to the championship game so I thought that was uh it's good to know rivalries are still alive which speaking of let's get to this text on because it brings up something I want to talk about sure Canadian listener here was really up in the air about what to bet on this game, but I like Justin's confidence enough to roll with Tampa minus one and a half. Hey. Better con- not let me down. Congrats to the Hurricanes. Uh, the bet didn't win, but how cool. What a cool sports story. Hurricane ripping through Florida. Thoughts and prayers. Hope everybody's staying safe. And then the Tampa Bay Hurricane bring home Lord Stanley's Tampa cup. Bay Lightning. No, it was a hurricane that was going through there. Oh. I'm sure probably some lightning. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. But I, I think to. I think Carolina was getting the worst of the lightning. But uh, back to back champs, and uh, I already Man, saw what, what kind of voodoo is going on in Tampa. Seriously, it's, it's Tampa. It's one of the worst sports towns in America. No offense, no offense. I know I, we've got a Tampa listener who's not going to like that, but nobody there cares. People in Florida as a whole don't care about sports as much as the rest of the world. Yeah. Same with California. There is this trend, folks. People that live in nice weather shockingly don't get as passionate about sports. I wonder why. Because they just have they other have, things to yeah. do. There's a beach. <laughs> yeah, it's good weather. Yeah, yeah. I can go outside uh, during the summer. Well, in Florida, maybe not so much. But, yeah, uh, I can go outside during the winter and do things. I can play golf. Yeah. Um, my apologies, Canadian listener. I had one of my buddies. One he was of. like, hey, I know it's probably just a slip of the tongue, but you did you did call them the Hurricanes yesterday. And I, just, I want you to know they're the Lightning. I know it's a joke, you dinguses. Anyways, did you watch any of that, Justin? I watched a little bit of the first quarter. Um, I was pretty busy on the bar last night, so I didn't have as much time to watch sports like I wanted. Any good bar stories? Um, I had a guy that would not shut the hell up. Whoa. 
like would not stop. He told me goodnight like three times and proceeded to talk for an extra 20, 30 minutes. What was he saying goodnight about? No, he was just saying like I'm headed back to my room. I'm I'm going back and then he would proceed to talk. Like, all right, dude, I'm done here. I'm trying to watch some sports. But didn't work out like that. Any other drama at the bar? Nope. Hmm, interesting. Nope. Well, I texter says Oh, I'm also just happy that the Stanley Cup didn't go to Canada. Hasn't it been like crazy long since it's been there? Uh yeah, I want to yeah, I don't know the the date. I'm maybe 95 or something. Let me look that up. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Early 90s, 93. Did you see the mayor of Tampa told the Lightning to not win in game four so they could celebrate in Tampa last night. Oh, no, I did not. Yeah. Because they, so they won last year in Canada as well. And Americans, of course, couldn't come over. Well, it's the same situation in Canada this mm-hmm. year. So the mayor comes out and says, let's give them game four. Let's win it at home. That's what happened. They got the, they're, they're going to get another party in Tampa. Ugh. Makes me sick. But congrats to the UK Tampa fans, I suppose. SEC tournament in Tampa this year. People forget that. 1993 yeah. was the last one. I said that. The Canadians. Oh, yeah. Thought we agreed on 95. No, I said, early, I think early 90s. And I went 93. Genius. No big deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm the quickest Googler this side of the Mississippi. No, um, yeah, SEC tournament in Tampa. And I would recommend to like UK fans if, if you. I like Nashville. Nashville's great, but you're going to actually probably save money going to Tampa, like even with flight. Like tickets are going to probably be easier to come by. Uh, Hotels will be significantly cheaper. Yeah, you can't really just hop in the car and make the drive. Well, you can. It's a long one. You may want to break it up over two days. But I highly recommend SEC tournament in Tampa. It's going to be a nice little change of pace from the Nashville SEC tournament. still weird that it's there. It is. It's not like it shouldn't be there regularly, but if they do it once every 20 years or whatever, I guess once every 15 years, whatever. Who cares? I They can put it anywhere for once every 15 years for all I care. I really wish they'd come to Louisville once, and if U of L was smart, they would embrace it because it'd be more money, be more money for everybody, but uh, I doubt that they will go to Louisville. A texter says, how many points do you think offense will average per game under Liam Cohen? Mm-hmm. Let's say, I don't think the offense is – I mean, they're going to do some different things, but, again, it's still going to be run heavy. So I would say they're going to average 26 a game. I was going to say 25.7. I'm going to say 34 because I think Kentucky actually averaged 29 back in 2019. Because you get those games where you just kind of run teams out and that kind of skews the That's averages. True. So, like, the numbers are actually not as bad as you would think. Kind of like Kentucky's three-point shooting last year. The games that Mintz and Boston got hot – uh, they kind of mess with the averages too. So Kentucky wasn't as bad of a, th- of a three-point shooting team as we thought, you know? Yeah. Wait. What? Yeah, like if you look up Kentucky's three-point shooting numbers, they're not as bad as you thought as a team last year because of a few games where they just lit oh, it up. So like saying. that's the so kind of thing with Kentucky's expect- offense yeah. is you had a couple high-scoring games. They mess with the averages. So they're not as bad. So if you look at like just the pure average – I think the mean would definitely go up dramatically, but I think from a pure average standpoint, it's probably only going to be like six more a game, in six all, or seven more points a game. In all honesty, I get uh, frustrated when Kentucky, like in the Stoops era, this is a complaint to Stoops. You got to start, you like, you got to blow out bad teams. You need to blow them out badly. 
Like, Kentucky has elevated as a program. Too often, it seems like, when we're playing bum teams, it's the third quarter, and you're not really worried about losing, but you're just like, all right, what the hell's going on? We don't, like, look amazing. These are the games that you're just supposed to have fun. Around halftime, you debate whether or not to leave. I hope that changes under Cohen. I, and I'm, I'm not chalking that up necessarily to, like, being an Eddie Grand problem, but I hope that they do blow out bad teams. I hope they put 60 points on some bad teams. I'm not just talking about U of L. I mean some other bad teams too, because that's never you know, they put they can name the score usually against U of L. Mm-hmm. But right, right, that's, right, that's been one little complaint with Stoops is like when you're playing the directional schools, let let folks have to decide if they want to leave at halftime or not. Don't make us. <laughs> and, I, and again, you don't really fear that they're going to lose, but you just they don't look good. I just want to see like I just want to see sixty yard bomb after sixty yard bomb in that opener. Yeah. And then that can skew the averages, which maybe would move me up closer to that 30 range. But, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some SEC games, though, where, like, let's hope 17 points can get it done. Because we've seen those, too. We've seen a lot of those. It'd be nice. I mean, that's what it's been like against Georgia a few times. Yeah, that one last year was so frustrating. Yeah, no. Georgia just basically was freaking... just like, we don't even care on offense because we know they're not going to score. Let's just win field position. So, last year it was bad. It was only 21.8 oh, points a game. So bad. 26. Uh, or no, excuse me, 27 in 2019, thanks to those blowouts. And then uh, they scored 27. So they've averaged around 27 points. I would think it, you'd be about a touchdown better around 34 points a game. Which okay. 34 points a game is good enough to be right around the top five. In the conference? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Texter says, I hope Kentucky gets Duran and Coburn so the haters can just suck. Oh, man, they would have to suck it. They would have to suck it. Uh, Speaking of more haters sucking it, we should be getting some good Kentucky football news soon. I've heard this before. Well, Roush took a call. I don't know if you all noticed that when Justin and I were just uh, figuring out when the last Canadian team was. to 1993. (laughs) I Googled that the other day. I thought you were listening to your favorite radio show 10 minutes ago, and that's where you heard it. Uh, Roush took a phone call, so basically be on commitment watch for that uh, for Dare. Now he just did the little wink thing. God, you're the worst winker. Oh, I'm a great winker. No, you're a horrible winker. They call me Jesse Winker. I'm such a good winker. <laughs> like, should we, be, should we be setting our watch to this news? Like, is it breaking... Oh, KRC curse after we get off the air. No. Oh. Oh. All right, well, that's good news. I mean, it, it's been kind of anticipated, but mm-hmm. does UK have the best offensive line in the country when you take into account talent and depth? I think so. I mean, the one question you have Who would be is, some, like, competitors? center at the center position because you need to have a new guy coming in for Drake. And, you know, that was one thing we heard after one of scrimmages. Like, you know, there was some snapping problems, and that's something – you just you take for granted until it goes wrong, and it went wrong in that Florida game in 2017 where Bunchy had a couple snaps over Steven Johnson's head, and it was just a nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. So um, whether it's Quentin Wilson, maybe it's Luke Fortner, yeah, I, if you can get one of those guys to figure out the center position, then I think, yes, you were among one of the three. I mean, Cole Kublik already said that Kentucky has the best line in the SEC, you had another guy to the piece of the puzzle like this and dare. I mean, so um, just something to uh, really get excited about because I, 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 I think wanna, part I of the humiliate defense p- part lines. of this new Cohen offense 
it's so nice that you have at least stability in certain areas to where it is it is going to be feel like a luxury just to complete 15 passes in a game you know <laughs> like we we aren't asking for a whole lot and you don't have to ask for the passing game uh, like a whole lot from them because that line is going to be so good and Chris Rodriguez is such a good running back why wouldn't IHOP instantly start sponsoring the Big Blue Wall Dude, tomorrow? I don't know why any – because, like, I get that you – some of these, it's, you know, national chain or whatever. But, like, oh, especially oh, a Lexington business. Uh, UK oh, Got to run it by. But, like, Ramsey's, their breakfast there, like, places around – I mean, it just – it makes sense. It makes so much sense. I don't know why they wouldn't. Seriously, if I was IHOP – I would call UK or call whoever you need to call. Tyler Ulis, I think, is the guy now who you got to call. And say, every scholarship offense alignment at Kentucky, we want to give $2,000 a year or, you know, whatever the money amount is. And we just need them. It, like, anytime they have a pancake in a game, we need them to, like, tag IHOP in the in the video or something like that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Wouldn't that be, like, a huge marketing opportunity? IHOP with the big blue wall, the every pancakes. pancake. People at Kroger Field get free pancakes. Only issue is IHOP's not good. Mm. And the big blue wall is. And, yes, that's a shot at IHOP. And I, Ever it, since IHOP went to IBOP or whatever it was oh, with God. the burgers. So stupid. And also, uh, much better than <laughs> IBOP. As bad as that is, it's almost as bad as Denny's and everybody who likes that place. Is that, is that who – oh, I thought that was who Justin liked. No, nah, I'm a Bob, Bob Evans. Bob Evans. Ah, Damn it. Ah, I it. knew it was one of those that's inferior to Waffle House, but I forgot which one. Oh, man, Bob Evans, Denny's. I would no, take Bob, Bob Evans over Denny's. Yeah, I was about to say, that's not even a Denny's. debate. Yeah, well, it's a debate. No. It's a debate. I think you get better service at Bob Evans. Better food. Ah, food's the same. I will say both are way above IHOP, though. IHOP just, I don't know, ticks me off. Really gets <laughs> under, really grinds my gears. Like, how do you mess up? Like, their pancakes are just okay. How do you make okay pancakes? Yeah. Pan- yeah. Well, what they do is they give you all of the syrups at your table, so you think that they're good. But no, it's just a bunch of sugar. Anything just covered in sugar. Is, really, there's good. Waffle House, big drop-off. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Everybody with a brain knows that. Okay. <laughs> Justin wearing his mayor. Man, we are too. just wearing Justin out today. You, you, you get us back in studio, oh. damn it. We're going to tear you apart. I w- I'd much rather have it this way. <laughs> yeah, especially when the microphones don't work. Roush leaves, take phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a texter says, Dingus betting strategy. Oh, we, oh, uh, I think I don't know if we actually read that so one. So whose idea was it to get on air? TJ or Roush, who made more initiative to make KRC happen? Pancakes or waffles? Uh, wow. wow. What a timing Oh, my that. gosh. And I promise you I did not see the pancakes <laughs> or waffles. So I had a radio show with Big X. I've been here since into like started kind of doing some test shows December 2013, but the show started 2014 in January and did that for a few years and just – ready to try something different. And Roush brought in a, a big audience with, with him being at KSR, and then that's when I started writing for KSR. And timing was perfect, bada boom, bada bing. So yeah. was Radio it, gold. Was it a natural, like, did had you all previously discussed it before? So we he would we would both tweeted about Game of Thrones a lot. So he and Trevor would do a Monday recap of Game of Thrones, and he was like, oh, why don't I get Roush in here to talk Game of Thrones? So we just did some radio hits. That turned into a Game of Thrones podcast, 
And then it was just like, we should just do radio together. I guess just would make sense. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say TJ uh, initiated it. He was the first to yeah. slide in the DMs. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we had a good thing going. Pan- it was a lot of fun. Pancakes or waffles, though? Waffles. Waffles. Yeah, I think I'm waffles, too. Both good, but waffles, little compartments for your syrup. Goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. And you ever put peanut butter on your waffles? It's no. a good change of pace every once in a while. Like instead of syrup? Both. Okay. Or like peanut butter, bananas. You do, you do go lighter on the Ooh. syrup, though, when you've got... I'm a huge uh, fruit fan on the waffles. Yeah. Um, not yeah. a big chocolate chip waffle. It feels a little too desserty at that point, but True. I know there is a f- very you know thin line between breakfast and dessert. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I know. But when you get the chocolate chips in, and then it's like a chocolate gooey madness. Not a bad thing. Perfect way you want to start your day. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a busy day, though. Uh, We're hearing from Davion Mintz at 1030. He's doing a Zoom, so that should be uh, exciting. You get some, like, wow, wanted to come back to Kentucky quotes. So you can keep an eye out for that. And uh, shout out to our boy Jack. He's getting uh, Rothstein. On the show today, he's getting oh. mints on the show, and he's getting some other. He's getting that Brandon okay. guy. They're getting mints on the show. Yeah. Oh, that. Okay. We need mints on our show. Oh, I'm definitely. Yeah. Hey, hey, Eric, you got an email coming your way, buddy. We'd like mints on the show too, please. No, we want mints. I don't know, but your mic's not working anymore. Yeah. So seriously. Work. Oh, there, oh, there you go. Hey. You didn't even touch anything. That I did, time. did nothing. Just oh. breathed on it. Oh, all me, a, guys. All, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all me. Are you being serious? Yeah. You turned off his mic. I mute it and unmute. Oh it. wow! Typically what a helps. Jerk. No, it typically helps. Oh okay. Until you mess up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to get mints. Fine, fine. Didn't want them anyways. Yeah, we'll get somebody better. Dante. You don't know the can of worms you just opened up here, pal. <laughs> Buddy, we got to get some Dante Allen shoes when they come out. They're, he's getting his own shoe? Well, set it in the release now. What the shoes look like, who makes them, don't know. But if there's a Dante Allen shoe, I want. I would like Should to wear them for the novelty. An of it. old white man on the side of the sneaker <laughs> and then a bubble that says, Play Dante! You're telling me you wouldn't rock those? It's and like, then anytime like Dante's on the bench and he thinks he should go in, he can just tap at his shoes I, and say, Cow. And then uh point down. I'm gonna get some football cleats too that are uh you gonna throw more to the tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> you could too, yeah. <laughs> uh, my buddy said that Wheeler's pharmacy should sponsor Wheeler. That's good. That was That's really, really good. good. Yeah. Uh, we could probably definitely have some wasn't fun with Gus because yeah. Gus would never be that funny. I can assure you, it was not Gus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Texter says, uh, "Oh, Kentucky gets Duran and Coburn, so the haters can just oh wait, wait yeah, I read that. that. I jumped ahead. That was on me." TJ, absolutely epic Kofi rant yesterday. Hundred percent agree with you. Amazing that some fans just don't want the best players. TJ, you totally gave me a rage hard on there, and I'm here for it. <laughs> There's a different word he is. Not going to say that one. Uh, also, every once in a while, it feels like Justin gets excited when talking about Kentucky's team next year. 
sound like he's headed over the Big Blue Nation. Attaboy, Justin! Yeah! Who needs three head coaches? That's you okay? That's not the case, but you try coming in here for two hours and sitting through this hype train every day. It's okay. We're not butt slappers, though, so (laughs) that was rule number one. (laughs) Can I just say, too, that while we were doing the on-on UK, there's just a light flashing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't touch anything. The mic doesn't work. We don't touch anything. The lights come on A superstitious person would think this place is haunted. Oh, yeah. Just imagine being in this room in, like, the 1800s. Oh, that light's been going on and off all day. What's a television? <laughs> oh man! But sometimes there's like why isn't anybody eating that potato? Sometimes there's natural phenomenons where I'm just like, oh, if you were born before technology, you're like, God is not happy. Like, <laughs> I mean, even like the you know cicadas and whatnot. Oh yeah. Woo! No man. kidding. Um, Original cornhole texture here. Why is this dude or lady coming after me for asking an innocent question about cornhole rules? I think you're forgetting the fact that I won the tournament. All caps. Sounds like the texture who complained about me is just an insecure schmuck who is garbage at cornhole. Love the 8th Annual Firecracker Open Champion. Wow! Man, you gotta take that, Texter. So this text came in last night when I was posting the Patreon, and it it really just warmed my heart, because I just imagine this Texter being like, whoa, 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 buddy, I won the thing! I'm your Firecracker Open Champion, 8th Annual. Who cares if you play over, if you play exact, I'm the champion. It reminded me, Roush, that probably 90% of our texters we would probably be friends with. Yeah. Like we would have like we would have a good time with, right? Right. Like right, we would enjoy right. getting beer with. There's maybe like a five to ten percent that, you know. Can we radio radio link the way is probably appropriate. Can we set up a rough and rowdy for all of our texter disputes? Oh man. Oh my gosh. Just have <laughs> Be awesome. Poor Plumley Bro. Oh, Frankfurt. All right, our first fight, Plumley Bro. Second fight, Plumley Bro. Third fight, Plumley Bro. And we just have the, the state capital. Welcome to Frankfurt uh, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll start punching the sign. And then we get the cornhole match. Oh, yeah, you two need to play cornhole. That'd be great. Uh, oh, I signed man. up for a cornhole tournament, which is kind of cool. I haven't wow. done one of those ever. Yeah. I mean, I've done them, but not I mean, like, this is for the church. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to win. I have a feeling you'll get some people who, like, are great. That play weekly in leagues and it's just. Yeah. My friend and I are probably, I wouldn't say best two in our friend group, but we're really good. Um, and You have those times where you're just dominating the board. Yeah. yeah. I asked him, I was like, all right, if 10 is the champion and one is just, like, the worst team there, where do you think we are? And he said a five. I think we'd be a seven or an eight. But, yeah, there's going to be people that probably just don't miss the hole. Those people are mm-hmm. freaks. Yeah. Well, and there's also a degree too of being really good at cornhole that I like I just I get tired of, you know, I want to do something different. I don't want to just sit there on the cornhole board all day. See, I'm, get out I, mingle. I'm, I'm the opposite. Like I like mingling, but I like ha- like being stationary. I don't like to like have to float. Oh, I'm a big floater. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good for like two or three games tops. Yeah. I, I'm like the dude at a party that's just like, oh, people are going to play a game. I'll just keep playing the game because uh, that you're stationary. Then let people come to you. Mm-hmm. Nobody come. does, but that's the way I like it. Did any of you guys watch Monday Night Raw or SmackDown growing up with the stars like John Cena and Rey Mysterio? How young are you? Yeah. John Cena. I almost feel like it's a guarantee Justin 100% watched wrestling growing up. I did, but I'm not a child, so I watched the wrestling with like Undertaker and Kane and The I, Rock yeah, and Stone I Cold. Gold Dust, Jake the Snake. Gold Dust. Yeah, Gold Dust. Goldberg? No, Gold Dust. 
Who the hell's Gold Dust? Gold, oh, Gold Dust. Dust was one of the goats. Dusty Rhodes. He'd come oh, in. He'd okay. come in and just throw you. Gold Dust to people. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. That uh, was that was pre my oh, wrestling and days. And then uh, McFoley, like those. That was the yeah. goat wrestling era. Uh, Trevor texted me. He's like, "They're having sports on tonight. You should turn on uh, Dynamite." And I got it after getting out of the shower. And I was like, "Oh, I'll flip it over." And there was only two minutes left, but they busted out the tax. And there was a dude who was dressed up like Rey Mysterio, and I was like. Oh, well, he's got, like, a shirt on. They're obviously going to put him through the tax because it won't hurt as bad. But, like, having the tax, I haven't seen a thumbtack gimmick in a long time. That was that was pretty good. So, yeah, Trevor might be right. The Wednesday Night Dynamite, pretty, pretty good. A texter said, I wasn't kidding when I said mark down July 1st, the day that you makes its comeback. We had talked about that. Uh, I, they need to start also winning, too, though. Yeah, yeah, but that is uh, perfect. Uh, a texter says, TJ, as a non-Lavillian, explain what the hell Louisville-style pizza is. Uh, cheese on top of the toppings. That's basic. That's that's kind of the 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 gist of it. Is normally the toppings are under, but I I think also it goes a little bit deeper than that in the sense that I think Louisville style also the crust is kind of thicker. Like it's yeah, not it's, it's it's not deep dish or anything like that. Yeah, it, it, and I think the marinara you most people probably wouldn't be able to notice it, but I think there's a little more spice in the marinara. Like, like beer knows red, red pepper flake. Yeah, it's not it. like uh, Blaze is spicy red, but it's there's a little bit more and then it's a healthy amount of sauce it's a healthy amount of cheese and it's a healthy amount of meat yeah and and to the but crust the, point it's not like a super like it's it's not thin crust no and it's not uh you know what you get from your papa john's where it's just like basically a breadstick for a crust but there's there's a lot more to it and it's uh it's very good and it, that was we we had the conversation off social media because I think part of it too. I don't think we're going to get too hot takey with our pizza takes because most of the places we mentioned, like I like all of them. It's just yeah. a matter of the Twitter th- thread about the pizza places. I don't think one person has mentioned one bad one. I think actually maybe there was one I didn't love. But in uh, Louisville style, a lot of Louisvillians probably couldn't even tell you what it is. But that and, and nationally, nobody could tell you what Louisville is. It's just yeah. kind of like a little Louisville thing. But it's that a would niche. that L- would be L- it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's it is good. I like Louisville pizza a lot. Roush is going in after a fat bald guy. This feels like Roush is turning on his own and is uncomfortable. Oh, texture! Just take out your socket. Take it out. Hey, put Roush it down. Is, flip is, it. Roush is reverse fat. it and suck it. Ask Stoops why he got removed from the casino in Southern Indiana. Oh. He got removed from the casino in Southern Indiana. Maybe he was just winning so much money. Stoops is a big time winner after all. I wonder when that happened. Justin on Survivor would be a problem. Also, I would have heard about that. that I'm su- That's another thing is like there would have been a video. Yeah, like, not saying it couldn't have happened. And um, rumors get out there, like all that stuff. Well, gets maybe out this is quickly. this is it getting out there. Well, I'm not buying it. Justin on Survivor would be a problem. Justin could summon the island iguanas whenever he needed backup, and could win challenges and hurt people. Would make for great television. That's right. Justin just like raises both hands like the Night King, <laughs> and just floods of iguanas <laughs> run from all walks of the island. I love it. That'd be great. Copa final is Saturday, though. Brazil and Argentina. Bet the tie. Man, that's a good game, too. Good. Did match. you see the video of the goalie talking smack to the Colombian players during PKs? Mm-mm. Oh, man. You, look it up. There's a They, they translated for us uh, in subtitles the Argentinian goalie and Messi talking trash to the players, and it is just high quality. Like, m- makes you really w- fall in love with football. Ah, the good old Bonito Hugo. Okay. 
Another year for John Hale to retweet anything positive that Johnny Jazane does. <laughs> Happy for him. A, that's a funny text. I, I, I hope that like the John Hales, Kyle Tuckers of the world take it a little easy for Jazang. He's a good player. Kentucky wanted him. He wanted to go closer to home. Uh, it worked out well for him. Not so much for Kentucky last year, but I think Kentucky has rebounded okay too. Yeah. And I'd love for Kentucky to play UCLA. It'd be a lot of fun. I would love to beat Mick Cronin. Sean the Plumber here. You guys have been the best of the train wreck that is the week after the holiday. Suck it, Terry. Hey-oh, Sean the Plumber. Uh, thank you for that. We appreciate it. He then texts later and says, my bad, meant Justin. I had a dingus moment. Oh. So suck it, Justin. Hey, I can I can take a suck it as well as the next guy. Uh, I wasn't crying. <laughs> <laughs> Good freaking morning, fellas. How about them bolts? Lord Stanley's Cup is staying in Tampa. Hurricane on Tuesday, championship on Wednesday. <laughs> It is still Chumpa Bay. Woohoo! Have a great day. Suck it to the Canadians. The sports franchise, not the entire country. Have a great day, guys. Wow. Tampa Bay hates Canada. DL days were the worst in sixth or eighth grade. Sweatpants with um, <laughs> problems for men was a dangerous combination. that were starting their sexual experiences as uh, their body was changing. And so basically what he's saying is a bunch of 6th and 8th graders in sweatpants. Uh, <laughs> second part of that. <laughs> Can you, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not reading that. No. Oh, Maybe uh, we just read made, that made a, made a, yeah. made a Made a Catholic joke. Yeah. Um, they, were, they were tight pants. Uh, that is true. They well, were, I, they were I, you always wear shorts t- underneath the sweatpants, though, right? Well... Not Some our, people not, didn't. Not our friend Craig one time at a party. <laughs> Craig. He learned, he learned the hard way. What a dingus. Yeah, he did. He, he had rip-off pants and didn't have, uh, what didn't a have shorts underneath I mean, I, guess, uh, I mean, Craig right now, he's got to be in a, in a van down by the river, right? I'm not sure what old <laughs> You're Craig. never recovering from that. We called him Craig from down the street, and we're not sure what Craig from down the street's up to these days. But, uh, yeah, good old deal days. The texture says, my bad. Oh, we got that one. How many UK-affiliated athletes are in the Olympics? Track, b-ball, softball, rifle, others. I think it's around 10. Great Buddy Holly music. <laughs> there really is. I try to keep up with all of the people either from Kentucky or that Went to UK, had some sort of UK connection. There's probably the UK folks should get a picture if it works out that way. Probably two dozen, because you got uh, a pair of basketball players that you got to factor in as well. A pair of softball players, probably eight track and field people, and that's not even. I mean, I'm, I haven't even sort of counted just people from the state too. Uh, and then equestrian, you got equestrian athletes, they count. So there's a lot, there's a lot there. Mm. Could you all dig up that Star Wars burlesque commercial? Nothing slaps harder than dirty Star Wars talk in the morning. <laughs> Tantalizing have, tauntauns. We don't have to do it right now, Justin, but could you pull that up at some point? You think it's in the archives? I have no idea what they're referring to. Oh man. You, good, you, good. you were in Indiana sports beating it at the time that there was, uh, <laughs> The tantalizing tauntauns. I don't and, recall uh, that. No. Sexy, seriously sexy stormtroopers. I don't. Oh yes. Yeah, oh my Douglas gosh. Reed, yes. Yeah. Those were great. I went and saw the seriously stor- sexy stormtroopers. He did. Yeah. He said it, was, it was very tantalizing. It was, it was hilarious. I, I had forgot about. Very that. entertaining. Good callback. John here. Some would say didn't you all have Duke about nine, ten months after that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. The Bucks got this game morning. I believe the Bucks will win an iPad. Four plus. Wow. And Giannis will only take nine and a half seconds to shoot a free throw shot. Well, got to go talk to you later. I am taking the Bucks plus five and a half. Suck it, John. I'm taking Bucks plus five and a half. Suns minus five and a half. Suns and four. 
I think the Bucks. Uh, I, I, I don't think the Bucks win. I think they lose by one or two. But I may throw some money on the money line too, just for the value. Five and a half in the NBA Finals. You don't. How fun is the I, crowd counting at Giannis while he's on the free throw line? Oh, and you know, get it's awesome. Too. I hate the split screen thing. Though, I think it's a. Pre- oh, I don't mind it. Who cares? It's free throw in the NBA. There's a bajillion of them. But yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah. Uh, student sections should do something similar like yeah. that. I, even if like a player doesn't take a long time on free throws, still gets in your head, still rushes with your process. Uh, Texter says, Justin would tell all his listeners he loves Bob Evans and that he is going there. Then he would get caught at Denny's. Suck it, Justin. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Now, basically questioning your integrity and your honor. Never as in a, a million years. As a man. As a man. That's, I mean, that's fine. Never in a million years am I going to Denny's, but that's cool. Well, if I'm I going, thought if you were going to bet the ties. If too. I'm getting breakfast, I'm going Bob Evans. Coburn Here. should have an STD commercial. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's come on. a little bit too low hanging of a fruit yeah, there. Come on, be better. Y'all should oh, try. Oh, gosh, and it was my brother, too. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, that's bad. Yeah, seriously, buddy. get Grow up. Way too low hanging of a fruit. You got to yeah. be a little bit more clever than that. Come on. Y'all should try and set it up where in your studio you should film out the show on Patreon. Oh, not a bad idea. Break some cameras. <laughs> yeah, the only, like, I'll, I'll look into that. I've thought about doing some, like, you can do TikTok lives or periscopes, and the reason I'd want to do a TikTok live just to really get under Rosh's skin. skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we like, what if our radio show became super TikTok famous? <laughs> you just had to say. I have to be like Rosh. Actually, is like I'm leaving the show. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Now we've got to move into the influencer house or whatever the hell they call that. The, Big Brother. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think. All of the KRC crew are like me, are of that age where we all got in trouble in elementary school for telling someone to suck it while doing the DX job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually don't know if I... Yeah, I definitely did get in trouble. Yeah, because hell, I think I even knew what that was before watching it. Because uh, my mom, you know, this is a little too violent, so I couldn't... I had to, like, watch wrestling over at a friend's house, you know, be sneaky about it. Gosh, you just had a different... I mean, that's just the oldest from the youngest, different yep. experiences you and I had. Uh I remember I went to wrestling at Freedom Hall, and my sweet mother took all of us, and she, like, wrestling has to be just her least favorite thing. And I remember I asked if, uh, what was Stone Cold saying? Because Stone, because Stone Cold, Cold said, said so. so. Yeah, but he had one with a cuss word. It was like, hell yeah, hell or something, yeah. or something. Can I, get a hell yeah. I remember I asked my mom if I could say it, and she was like, no, no, you're six, <laughs> or seven, or however old I was. She mm. she gave me a hard no for the uh, for the wrestling. Oh, all right. man. Great show, though, guys. We did it. Suns and four. Suns by take the bucks. Four take the bucks and the points tonight. You won't regret it. I'm on. I'm on the sun train. Suns covering that five and a half. All right. Thanks for the text. We're gonna do a Patreon after this. Everybody have a good day. See you later. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Peggy Sue, oh how my heart yearns for you, oh 